So a few weeks ago, I was going through a rut, I would say. (laughs) I was a bit self-conscious as to what I should be sharing about my life on Instagram. And that's the place that I usually, you know, that you can find me. And I told my team, I'm going to take the weekend and I'm going to think about it because I don't feel like I want to share anything about my life. And if you've ever asked yourself, why would anybody watch this or listen to this, then you're in the right place because I'm going to share with you what actually ended up snapping me out of it and made me realize that I needed to do what I was preaching about. And I also want to tell you everything, what to do and what not to do in case you find yourself not wanting to promote your business or your life. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo, and with more than 15 years being a marketing strategist, you're going to experience the new way to promote your business with clear and unique messaging by giving you actionable marketing and messaging strategies that get you interested leads to transform the lives of your audiences so that you build up your brand with continuous momentum. Get ready because here's where we say no to outdated marketing strategies and society norms, and we say yes to change from the inside out. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. Let me tell you a little bit how it all went down. I've been feeling a little self-conscious about what to put out. But it's been mainly because I've been getting comments about me. So these comments that people are saying about me have been influencing me showing up more on social media. And I don't know if you've been there, but I know it's not nice. So these comments that I've been getting are from my personal life, right? And on my well-being, let's say. The thing is that people sometimes don't understand when you change, when you're changing something about your life and they think that you're in a bad situation or in a bad, yeah, you're feeling bad about yourself. And this has been something that has been going around. When I heard about it, I immediately talked to a few people and I let them know, listen, I am great. I am fine. I'm having the time of my life. I am living where I want to live and all that sort of thing, right? But then you think that the closest people to you, they're not going to think like that. And they did. And they felt like that. And they weren't, you know, they're spreading that one, which is odd because they haven't come to see me or they haven't really asked me how I am. So, you know, that comment out there, I felt that it could actually, mm, how would I say this, like jeopardize my business because I'm under my own name. And I didn't want people to come up with stories about me that weren't true. This is not an easy story for me to tell you because it cuts me really deep inside because these are people that are very close to me. Well, were close to me. 
and to get comments like that, mm, you know, I'm not going around saying things about other people. So it hurts. So when I took that weekend off, I had the wonderful pleasure of being with, she's like my little sister and she's really famous. And I asked her and I said, I'm having problems with this. And because there's these entire people saying stuff about me that they actually don't even know how I am. Like really, really, they don't know how I am. And she gave me a few things and it was a wonderful weekend. I even started crying because I didn't know that I was feeling so bad and so sad about what was going on. I've had the situation all my life where people have talked about me. That has never been the issue. I've know it. But these were people that were supposed to be like really close. And when you have dear friends like that, but you find them to be dear friends, I say to myself, you know what? If you're going to love me, don't love me like that because that cuts. And I cut people out if you hurt me. I I don't care if I, if, I can't. Unfortunately, that is a bad thing that I do. But unfortunately, I can't. Anyways, I don't want to make this too long because I... <laughs> This is my personal life and I am revealing everything here. Oh, not everything, but I'm giving you, you know, what you just need to know. So after my little sister, she left, I sat down in silence for another week. I said, my team, wait, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do what you're asking me to do. I'm not ready to do it because I need to feel good in my skin that no matter what, I'm going to be doing what I want to say and what I want to share about my life. And I thought that coming down here that I was going to be able to do this um, because I live in a beautiful place and I love my home and I'm enjoying every minute of it. So I came across Gary V. And because I was really looking for inspiration and motivation and empowerment. And I would love to share this with you and my thoughts before I head into the next part of the podcast. And he said something like, if you are happy with your life, then it is your responsibility to get louder. That comment from Gary V made me completely shift the way I thought about content and sharing about my life because I have been so happy that I have not shared that happiness with these people thinking that they were going to say or judge something that I was doing and now, you know, they were actually saying stuff like that. So when I heard that if you are happy with your life, then it is your responsibility to get louder. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yes. I'm going to get louder. 
and I'm going to get so loud that you're going to be like, oh, she's so egocentric and I don't care. I don't care because when you're happy, you should be getting louder. You should not apologize for your happiness because most probably the people that are making those comments are not in a happy place and they're probably trying to say things like that so they don't feel that bad about them and it's actually a problem about them it's not a problem about me and that's when I really understood and this is something that I came in into my thoughts the moment that I saw that and I grab a piece of paper and I have that piece of paper right now in front of my computer every day since I wrote this for the last two weeks. And I said, who are you going to be without your thoughts? Who? Like, I know I'm going to be free of those thoughts. I know I'm going to be doing whatever the hell I want I'm not going to be second guessing everything that I'm doing. And then I said, and I put this down, create content for you, what you want to watch, what you want to hear, what is going to make you feel connected to, to me. That's my advice to me because I am not doing what I say that you should be doing. <laughs> Okay. And then I say, and I also wrote here, said, share everything you love about your life. And I love so many things about my life. So many things, so many stupid little things. I even love when I put the lemon in my water. I mean, I, I love that. I love the cup where I drink my tea because it has a little hot pink handle. I love everything because those little things make my life better. And then I said in the last one, your camera is your best friend and I need to treat my phone like my best friend. I want to share everything. I want to say something. I should go ahead and say it. I'm not the kind of person that likes to share negative things. I don't even like to talk about negative stuff. I rather stay in my bubble of happiness. And of course I hear stories and everything. And I, I spend most of my days talking to people in pain, right? But I have developed my own way of solving my problems. And I get very, very still And I go very, very down because it's been years of working on myself to understand how do I get those thoughts out of my head very quickly. And most of the work that I do with my clients and with people around me is that I actually help them get out of those thoughts as well. So obviously I, I listen most of the time and, and then I help. Right? So, okay, now that we're talking about helping, <laughs> let's continue with the podcast. So one of the things that I wrote here to, you know, I, I, I'm doing this like really off the cuff um, podcast because I really wanted to get deeper with you 
listening to me to understand. But I wrote down um, so that I would not forget. And sometimes when I do write, it's because I don't want to forget it, not because I want to have something in front of me to tell you, but it's because I'm very forgetful and I know who I am. So one of the kind of things that you could do to know what your audience wants is to take the temperature where people are at. When you don't know what to say on social media or your audience, or even take my own experience, what I did, of course, take the temperature. I mean, when I mean taking the temperature is that I want you to listen, listen more what people are saying. What are they talking about? Like, I'm talking now about obviously your potential clients, the audience, the people that are following you, even if it's 10, 15 people, it doesn't matter. And you got to listen to where they're actually struggling. If you don't know where they're struggling, you can't put out content to help them because we are in the service business, right? And we got into service to serve. So your potential client, that one that doesn't know you yet, they're struggling. They have a pain. So you need to be listening and talking to that audience. And you need to be listening. And you need to go in a little bit deeper and just ask why. You can ask as many questions as you want. You got to listen to their answers. And then you want to go a little bit deeper and like, why do you feel like that? What makes you feel like that? You're not really asking just to, I don't know, for gossip. You're taking all that information and you are actually putting it on a document and you're documenting everything that they're saying so that you can later take those words and use them on your social media post, on your articles, on your titles, on your copywriting, right? So all those answers will serve you to create that content that will actually connect with your audience. So I know a lot of people say make polls and questions and open-ended questions. Yes, you can do all that. Yes, you can. But I know a lot of people don't like answering them. But the best places to do them, I mean, if you have a really engaged audience on, you know, on your Facebook or on your Instagram, then yes, go ahead and do that. But if you don't, the best second best place where you can actually get these answers is on specialized Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups. Okay. Because that's where really people do help each other in groups. So the best place that you're going to be able to find those answers, it's over there. I would also suggest that if you have current clients right now that are really working with you, I would sit down and talk to them and record them. Just a simple conversation. Simply record them and ask them, of course, can I record you? Because I want to come down later and put this information on a piece of paper and I will know exactly how you feel. Sometimes when we're talking to other people, we don't keep everything in our head. 
So recording it is not a bad idea. Okay. Don't take notes because then you get distracted. Well, that's what I think. And then the last thing that you could do to know what your audience wants as well is to look back at the content you have created in the past. Don't look at the likes, only focus on the shares, the comments about people. Like, does that mean that it's actually resonating with them? If they're commenting on that, like what made it happen, right? So maybe you should be creating more content around that. That's why we marketers love to say that you gotta, you know, shuffle your content creation. You shouldn't be creating content like a churro machine <laughs> and things like that, you know, but yes, you have to look back at previous things that you've done as well. That would also give you clues as to what else you could be putting out that your audience actually wants. Now, what not to do? Yes, what not to do? Don't ask your family and friends what they want to see. That is the worst thing you can ever do. Only ask them if you really consider that they are your potential clients, if they are going to be people that would actually pay for your services. And if they have paid, great, then do ask them what made them choose you, what made them actually feel stuck that they actually decided to work with you and what kind of things that would they want to see from you so they feel closer to you. Take advantage of them, right? Now, never talk about anything that you've never lived or you've never experienced in the first place. I know there are a lot of people on social media, you know, um, saying that they this brand is great and, or that thing is great because some other people are saying it. If you have not lived it, if you have not experienced working with those people or with that company, don't give them free publicity because your word needs to be the Bible. And I'm not saying the Bible as a Bible as like the law. Yeah. Thank you. The law. That is the one that I wanted to say, but don't take it as because somebody mentioned, oh, you know, such and such is amazing. And I know that we all love to work with people that we've heard, you know, that word of mouth kind of thing. And, you know, we repeat what people tell us. Repeating is good, but only repeat if you've lived it, if you've experienced it. If you haven't, why say it? There's so many people on social media, like promoting products and things like that, that they have never tried because they're doing that because they're getting money. Now you want to have an authentic brand. You want to have an authentic business, right? So talk about the things that you know, and that's it. Now, the last thing is that don't focus on the metrics or the vanity metrics, as we love to call them. You know, social media, it's about a testing game. Some metrics will go up, some metrics will go down. So don't get stuck 
on that part about the metrics and the likes, because sometimes you may not be getting many likes, but you are getting a lot of engagement on your DMs or people are sharing what you're posting or people are leaving comments with very little likes. So don't get so caught up in that. Do be aware that if your numbers are going down, they're declining, you most probably have a messaging problem. Okay. And this is going to be next week's podcast. We're going to talk about messaging because yes, it is time to talk the talk. Really. We need to have this conversation, you and I, because not many people are understanding what it is, but I'm not going to get ahead of that. (laughs) And on another episode, I want to talk about this part that we just slightly touched here about the audience and what they want. I want to go a little bit deeper into this thing that I just said which is to be authentic and unique. I want us to go in deeper and analyze how we can do that, how we can get there. I want to go in deeper as to how I managed to get out of my rut to get that uniqueness. Okay. And for you, of course, for you, for you, if you're going through that, yes, let's do that. Now we are looking to interview passionate women, service-based business owners that live in Europe. And if you feel that you are struggling to promote your business with clear and unique messaging with uh, marketing strategies that actually are not fully working for your business, this is mainly for purely research. I promise you there is no pitch at this talk. We want to hop on a call because we want to better understand why is it not working for you so that we can serve you better. And it would mean the world to me if you could hop on a quick call and I can ask you a few questions. I'm going to leave you the Calendly uh, link so that you can actually schedule a conversation. That's how we're calling it, our research conversation. And I'm saying Europe, and I know I have a lot of U.S. listeners. If you would love to be part of that, privately send me a DM on Instagram, and maybe I can accommodate my schedule to listen to you. But if you're here in Europe, I would love that we can actually chat on my time zone. Okay, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope to see you next week, same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.